Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Well, coach, uh, you head into this final week of the season, uh, still looking for that elusive first victory, but boy, you came awfully close last week. And I know that, you know, a lot of folks are going to look and say, well, you, you, you missed a, a field goal at the end that would have won it for you. And certainly that's, that is the case. But um, when you lose a game by one point, um, there are a lot of plays that coulda, shoulda, woulda, and and I know that you feel that way about your club too. Absolutely, that's the those are the plays we focused on this past week. You know, after the game um, this week with the election day on Tuesday in Division Two, the NCAA um, didn't allow for anybody to have practices or any you know football related um, activity on Tuesday. So we we moved things up this week. We had our team meeting on Sunday. And then our first practice Monday and Tuesday was off, but um, that's exactly, those are exactly the plays that we showed our team, the 41 other plays that, you know, people don't necessarily know about. Um, And we just try to create more accountability within the team. So the offensive guys saw defensive mistakes and vice versa. And um, we haven't done a lot of that, but I think it's a practice we're going to continue on. Uh, one of the one of the things of many things that we'll incorporate and do, you know, moving forward so we can um, get the program to where we want it to be. And and we'll do that in spring ball. You know, every single day we're going to take time to show the entire team, hey, here's 10 plays from practice where somebody did something that we're being coached to do. And here are 10 plays that can affect the game in a negative way. Um, we, we can't allow this particular defense alignment not to be in this gap or you know, here's a block that we have to make or the results are, you know, losing games. So just to try to up the stakes a little bit for every play that's out there and and help the guys understand how important practice is more so, uh, help them understand how important each play is. Uh, whereas a lot of folks could look at the game like you didn't make the last kick with eight seconds left. And certainly that would have covered up all the mistakes. However, there's just a lot of other things that that we have to keep fixing uh, to to be our best. And and you hear the phrase a lot lately. Um, it, it's probably the new wave phrase um, from coaches and players. But in this case, it's really true. Complementary football. In other yeah, words, yeah. in other words, what you just said, the defense has to complement what the offense is doing, and special teams has to complement what the defense is doing, and so on and so forth. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. That's. That also gives us a lot of hope, I believe, uh, because we're not as far away as the record is. And if we're a little bit better here, it makes us better there. And all of a sudden you have a lot more things going. It's compounded um, in a way such as if the offense scores points early, it, it just it rejuvenates, energizes other other units on the team, special team units and a defensive unit. If the if the defense you know, gets a three and out, the field position is is so much different. And that's the other thing we, we really talked more about, not that we haven't in the past, but we emphasized this past week the, the you know, how field position is um, changes based on where you start to, you know, you start your drives. As an example, if we start a driver, the other team starts to drive inside the 20, the chances of the score is only 30, it's only 3%. 
But if you start to drive at the 40, it moves up to 13%. You get to the 50. Now it's a 20% chance of a score, one out of five. You start your drive at the plus 40 because of a turnover or a, a, a great play in special teams. All of a sudden it's moved up to 33%. The 30-yard line is 50%. You know, so it's really about field position and every unit has an impact on where those you know, where that field position starts for our offense and theirs. And that's complimentary football when you're using each unit to better the field position. So at some points you create scores and obviously it comes down to who scores the most points to win games. So you lose 21-20 to Moorhead State. Um, give me a quick review of how the football game went and maybe some of the other things other than that kick at the end that might have turned uh, turned things your way. Yeah, I feel like um, we the, the players came with tremendous energy. I really liked how we started the game, the pregame. You know, and I guess, you know, I've, I don't know what the exact temperament of a team needs to be to be at their best because I've seen teams be somewhat quiet, play great, somewhat quiet, not play so well, or a lot of energy, play great, or a lot of energy sometimes and not play well. And it's, it's really hard to gauge, you know, that exact, um, I guess, energy uh, arousal level per se for the team and I, I really enjoyed and appreciated how the guys came with a lot of juice and we played hard uh, we had eight sacks on the day which was phenomenal you know we we only had six sacks going into the game many more tackles for a loss um, defensively I thought we played our best game we did give up a couple explosive plays uh, to but they scored only 21 we really need to score 28 points to win games. That's, that's the expectation of the offense. You know, obviously if you don't, then you need your defense to, to provide less, to give up less points, but we, we didn't score in the first half. You know, we couldn't com convert drives, you know, just some mistakes, some penalties, um, a fourth down stop in the red zone at one point that they, they got us on. And, you know, it wasn't until the second half, we started to move the ball a lot more effectively and started scoring points. And then all of a sudden we, uh, right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, we scored the third touchdown to make it 21-20. We missed the extra point, which we, it was was definitely detrimental. And then the fourth quarter, we played good defense. Offensively, finally moved you know into score zone uh, with the last drive and eight seconds left. So in a way, we we ran out of time um, in that game. And and you know they uh, their offense is a high powered pass offense and. Um, you know, they played a good job. They did a good job on defense, just keeping things in front of them for the most part. But so that's kind of how it went. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the, you know, we didn't get the, the win at the end. And um, like like we've been saying all year, we still got to we still got to bounce, bounce back. Um, real quick, before we take a break, um, I wanted to talk. You, you mentioned how well the defense played at times uh, last Saturday. Uh, redshirt freshman Javon Jones. Breakout performance, three and a half sacks in the football game. And you talked about all the sacks that you guys got. Uh, tell me a little bit about his game. Yeah, he's a very explosive player. I mean, he's he had a good game with production, uh, but also we need him to, you know, be disciplined in the run game because not every uh, play is a pass player. Not every, not every play is about trying to get to the quarterback. You know, you got to stay within the defense and uh, play the run as well. And that's something that he wants to continue to grow on but it was a productive game for him from the pass pressure standpoint, which is his strength. Um, 
and he's a young player. Like and that's part of it. We're a real young squad. We're playing a lot of young players. Um, we just in this past game, uh, we had one defensive starter that was a senior and uh, two on offense. You know, so uh, fortunately we have a lot of guys coming back with a lot of game experience, and uh, hopefully we can add a couple more pieces of that puzzle. But definitely uh, excited about Javon's future as he keeps growing and improving his play. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to a couple of your players. Peyton Inns and Connor Quartz are going to join us, and then we'll be back a little bit later on to preview uh, this week's season finale when you guys close thing out against Minot State. He is head coach Shannon Courier, back with more after this timeout. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And The Coach's Show continues along, and we are joined now by a couple of Coach Shannon Courier's players. We're talking to freshman long snapper Peyton Inns and sophomore quarterback Connor Quartz. Uh, let's start with you, Peyton. Um, the special teams has such a, a big role in winning and losing football games, and I know that um, – Obviously, a missed extra point and a mixed field goal were large uh, in what happened last Saturday in the loss. But as I talked to Coach uh, Courier about this, um, there's more to it than that, isn't there? And talk to me about what special teams and, and how you guys, um, you know, have to take responsibility if the snap is just a little bit low in your case or a little bit high. That could cause the kicker, you know you know, just a slight mistiming and, and things could go awry. So it's not always just about the kicker. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it all could, it, like, especially with like the snap, let's say the snap is just a little bit, maybe to the right or to the left, that could have like an impact on like, if, either, even if it's going to get blocked or not, like, even if it's slow, you could still have that extra timing where that uh, rusher from the side can come in and block it. Like it's really time-based and, it has to be really specific and perfect op time. Like you have to be really, uh, uh, yeah. Just spot on every time. Yeah. Um, and, and tell me what your practice regimen is during the week to make sure that that happens the right way. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we go through special teams. We work on uh, extra point a pretty decent amount. So we go through when we watch film and stuff, we have, we make sure he'll tell our coach will tell us that if like it seems slow or not. So he'll make us like work on that. And he'll also um, allow us to like, I would say we communicate with each other depending on uh, how the snap looks and stuff. And so, um, yeah, absolutely. So we most definitely, um, take that seriously and about how well our timing and stuff is on. Connor, um, you were offensive player of the week this past week. Um, you guys put up 20 points and, and I know when you feel like you score 20 or more, those are football games that you think you should and could win. Uh, tell us about this past Saturday and uh, some of the things on offense that you were uh, happy uh, how things went. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, in a college football game, when you score above 20 points, it it is it does seem solid. But uh, obviously, this week, this week it wasn't enough. And I think the thing was we just we got going so slow. The first half we had zero points. Um, we scored all the points in the second half, and it's one of those things that we got to put two good halves of football together because if we scored 20 points in both halves and we put up a 40 point game. I would definitely hope we can win, but I would say we're just, you know, clicking on all cylinders now. Um, you know, yeah, obviously though, being that it was week 10, it's like we should be in that point, but I think wide receivers and I have a good connection at this point. And, you know, my offensive line has been doing a great job and things like that, which all um, help lead to, you know, being able to put up three touchdowns. What was the difference between the first half and the second half last week? Uh, I would say just just making those adjustments. Coach C did a great job uh, making adjustments, being able to kind of take the top off of the defense and uh, taking over the middle of the field. I mean, they were dropping eight guys most of, most of the time, so it's really hard to to pass the ball in that in that sense. So then we kind of just had to get um, Flomo going, who was our starting running back last game. So once we got the running game going and, you know, they were just thinking about that a little more. It allowed us to kind of uh, take the top off the defense and uh, thankfully deliver on some deep shots. But it was also just um, just being patient. The second half, I was just trying to be patient, go through my reads. And if they were giving up the five-yard stuff, we were taking the five-yard stuff and, you know, moving the, moving the football down the field. And I would say, like, you know, first half, that defense did a really good job of just kind of having us – have long drives and then we'd kind of be in that fourth down territory where we'd go for it and we didn't convert a few times. And it's one of those things that they were just doing a good job of bending, but not breaking. And, and you mentioned it, you know, taking the top off the defense. I, I assume you saw a lot of cover two last Saturday. Uh, does that really require you to be patient and to look for the underneath guys? Oh, definitely. I mean, a lot of times they were, they were even going, you know, like a cover four variation and, dropping the linebackers and the hook curl and things like that. And it was one of those things that I got really had to be patient and just taking a shower over and over or hitting a mesh guy or even hitting slow-mo on a check down for, for example, or it was one of those things that we were running four verticals and having to figure out a way that we could sit in certain windows and things like that, that they were giving up. Yeah. Um, Peyton, back to you. Um, Looking ahead now to um, this weekend's game, how big of a deal is it? to get a W in this final game? Yeah, I think it's a big deal because we have, we have, we've been executing a lot in all categories right now. And we just have that real motivation. We have that drive right now, just because of what's been happening. We've been clicking now. And so I believe that now that we have enough motivation, we have all that behind us, just really like striving for a win. I think that we can do it. Um, Connor, the, winning the football game um obviously it comes down to execution right i mean you you can talk about winning but you have to execute um what are some of the things that you've seen out of uh on film uh out of the defense that you're going to be going against that you know you're going to have to deal with and execute properly yeah um well a lot of teams have been able to score against them which which you know put some confidence on the offensive side of the ball when you see a lot of teams putting up big points against the defense, which is great. But once again, they're, I would say they're a bend-don't-break defense. I mean, they try to keep everything in front of them and not give up the big play. But uh, thankfully, it's it's finally a team that I'd like to say that I think we can exploit some matchups one-on-one and that their linebacker core is not 
you know, really big hitters, drive down to the ball, things like that. Like, I really think we can get a running game going and, you know, that will make the biggest difference because the running game opens up the passing game. No question. Um, Peyton, let's talk about uh, some of the off-field stuff. Uh, what are you studying and uh, what do you hope to do with it at, at Concordia? Yeah, um, so I'm studying exercise science. That's going to be my major. And my goal is uh, either become a strength coach or just a regular position like football coach. And, and what what drove you to that? I mean, what how did you come on that uh, as what you wanted to do? Yeah, um, so I, I don't know. I just – sometimes like my junior year of high school, like I started getting to lifting a lot and um, I've been like helping my other like friends do it as well. So, I mean, that kind of just drove me to like, you know, I've been helping them succeed with like their goals as well. So like, you know, I feel like I had like the right um, uh, characteristics about it. And I think I could like uh, do good at that. And I think I could strive. Connor, same question to you. What are you uh, studying at Concordia, and what do you hope to do with it? Yes, sir. So I'm a K through 12 physical education, and then five through 12 health major. So uh, in the educational department, and then I'm getting my minor in interscholastic coaching, so that way I can hopefully uh, GA as soon as I'm done with uh, with college and get into the college coaching scene early, or um, you know, hopefully embrace the physical education and uh, lead a high school program. Yeah. Um, well, guys, uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, good luck on Saturday. I know it's going to be a chilly game, so dress warm, but uh, play hot and come home with a victory. I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. All right. They are Peyton Inns and Connor Quartz, our guests this week, our player guests this week on the Coaches Show. Back with head coach Shannon Courier in our final segment after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. Final segment of this week's Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach, Shannon Courier. Well, Coach, uh, we just got done talking to uh, Peyton Inns and Connor Quartz. Um, let's talk a little bit about them and their development as players uh, on this Golden Bears squad. Let's first start with Peyton. Uh, tell me a little bit about where he's started and where he's at right now. Yeah, first off, he's such a tremendous young man, high character, uh, performs extremely well in the, in the classroom. Uh, his dad was a Hall of Famer here at Concordia. Uh, so he comes from a great family. And uh, as a true freshman, to be our long snapper, that's that's impressive. So uh, fortunately, we have a heck of a long snapper for the next bunch of years here. And he's one of five true freshmen playing for us, which, you know, again, shows the youth of our team. Um, but he's done a great job for us and hopefully he continues to do that here as we finish off the season. And then uh, quarterback Connor Quartz, um, you've leaned on him quite a bit this year. Um, how has his play um, progressed throughout this season? I believe he's had some of the strongest games here in the last three weeks. Uh, his completion percentage here has been um, above 50%. Uh, I think like in the 60% the last couple of games, but um, 
you know, in, in recent weeks, he's lifted his season percentage above 50. And last week, I thought he played really well. He was our offensive player of the game. Um, you know, he had six drops, but still completed, I want to say, 33 for 42 or something of that nature last week. Um, he's, his pocket presence continues to improve. He's, I think, in the last three games now, there's only been two times maybe where he left the pocket where we thought maybe he could have stayed. And that's, you know, that's being critical after the game. Hindsight's 2020, rewind the video. And in one of those two, he completed the ball on the sideline to one of our receivers. And um, he just has a knack for moving around in the pocket really well. And, um, you know, he had hit Troy Ellison for a huge play um, in the game, which was a 70-yard uh, touchdown pass. And he does really well at the RPO game, you know, getting the ball quick, very intelligent, puts a lot of time in his preparation. And, again, he's a young player. He's a sophomore and missed half the season last year as a freshman. And uh, I expect him to only get better. All right. This week, uh, you do get to finish at home, which is a plus. You have Minot State coming in, uh, a team that has also struggled to get wins this year. In your mind, I'm sure another plus because this is, I'm sure, a game that you feel like uh, you match up well. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you know about Minot. Yeah, Minot play, probably played their best game last week. They beat Mary at home. They have like a rival with Mary. I think there's like 140 miles or 150 miles that separates Bismarck and Minot. And they play for, I guess there's a big lake in between. So the big lake trophy was on the line last week. And they they took Mary down and they played well. They played good defense. Uh, they only prevented or they only allowed one touchdown in the game. Uh, and then also they ran the ball well. And again, probably had their best production offensively last week. Uh, so they're, they're coming off some success in their first win. And, um, you know, we're just really focused on cleaning up the things that we can control. And, uh, you know, we need to run the football. It's going to be a cold day on Saturday. We need to stop the run and run the football and uh, create some big plays with special teams and hopefully get an early turnover or, you know, create that field position we, we talked about briefly on the last segment. So uh, a good team that have a really good corner. Like he's the first team all-conference corner, number nine. And then number seven is an outside back that's pretty good. And their, their defense line is solid. Uh, they have two really good running backs and, and some young offensive linemen are doing a good job. So uh, definitely have our hands full and need to play our best football. What do they like to do on offense? They're kind of a balanced attack, but they're going to run the football. That's what they do. Um, they have one of the you know better back in the league that's um, just starting to show more production as the year winds down. And um, defensively, they're a four-man front, 4-3, four, a lot of cover four. Um you know, they got some youth playing as well and should be a good matchup. Um, all right. As you head into the uh, off season, what are some of the uh, postseason plans and things that uh, you, your coaching staff and your players uh, will have on your plates? Well, the, the first thing is really to try to make all the players we have in the program better. Like we have to um, help them be their best. You know, we just went through and graded every player. I'll have uh, interviews or meetings with each player next week and just help them understand kind of where we, we see them, things they need to do to get better. They get two weeks off of mandatory lifting and, and working out to rest their bodies, get locked in on finishing that the, the semester strong academically. And then it's about recruiting, trying to add more talent to the, the roster and, you know, trying to find ways that we can, you know, enhance play at different positions and, you know, there'll be some competitions here this off season as well. Um, 
we'll, we'll get together a real strong plan for the off season. And we have some changes we're going to do with, with our winter conditioning and maybe not be as much of a grind as it's been in the past and a more full fo- focus on football, uh, football knowledge, football production. Um, you know, we, we think we got the right culture now and now it's start time to really start to, you know, lock in our assignments and, and just really grow from a football knowledge standpoint this off season and, it, and get ready for spring practice where we can try to maximize those 15 days that we get. And, uh, you know, just keep, uh, keep trying to get players to buy into develop the, developing themselves, you know, developing their mindset, you know, developing their confidence, uh, developing their desire to be their best, you know? So those are just constant conversations and, and uh, those are things we try to address all the time. I know it's only one game, and it is the last game of the year. But how big of a deal is it for you guys to win this final game? You know, it, it's a huge deal just because it's the, the the next one, right? So in this game, you try to focus on the present. You know, there's scripture that says, you know, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And so it's just a matter of us continuing to stay in the present, you know, play the present play as well as we can. And that's something that we, we're still growing in and trying to do better. But because it's the next game, it's important. It's also important because it's the first game of next year. And we're using this game as a springboard into our offseason. And, you know, you always remember the last game. You're only as good as your last game. You know, a lot of those phrases are true. So it's really important to win the game and just, you know, show improvement from last week to this week and build on something positive and, you know, get a taste of winning and, and I think it can be used in a lot of ways to help motivate players to go into the offseason. Well, Coach, uh, we will uh, reconvene next week. We'll recap your first win of the year, and uh, we'll talk more about uh, some offseason plans and uh, the future of the uh, Concordia Golden Bears football program, and we'll, we'll do that in our recap session next week. And in the meantime, uh, good luck on Saturday. Thank you, Wally, and have a great day and night, and appreciate all your support. All right. He is Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of The Coaches Show. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.